Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. This time we're reading from John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Let me read with you. John chapter 4 verse 46. It says here, So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at a Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. And Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he, had, when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, that's around 1 p.m., the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed and all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Lord, thank you for this story. And thank you for how this story echoes in many of our lives. That we've been brought into places of desperation already. And we've tried a lot of things and almost everything. And Lord, we pray that today we would see, we would see, Lord, that you have the power. We would see, Lord, that our time of waiting is almost over. Lord, that we would see that only you holds the power of life and death. And today, Lord, you do bring life to our situations. Lord, we pray that we will encounter your miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And as we've been praying uh, as we said last week, and uh, we quoted this from Bishop Jure Mora, we would like to learn to expect miracles every day. Every time we have a worship service like this, part of my prayer is, uh, goes this way, Lord, this could be the day. This could be the day. You know, as we pray, we're praying with you guys. We're praying with our, with our victory groups, with our leadership groups. We're praying with those people na alam namin yung mga sitwasyon. And uh, part of my prayer is, Lord, this could be the day. This could be the day that that breakthrough will happen in their lives. I pray that you would be able to also grow a measure of expectancy like that. Now, every time we gather together, every time you pray, in the morning, when you go to God again, Lord, this could be the day that we could receive your breakthrough. Lord, this could be the day that my son will turn to you. Lord, this could be the day that my parents will call on you, God. Lord, this could be the day that the breakthrough for our finances will come. That attitude of faith is important. It's, it, it sort of starts off uh, everything else. Yung kasama na dun yung hope, kasama na dun yung, uh, kasama na dun yung comfort, kasama na dun yung certainty for the future. Because you know, all of that springs forth coming from the expectancy and the faith by which you relate with God. And last week, we talked about miracles revealing Jesus' glory. Miracles revealing Jesus' glory at the wedding in Cana in Galilee. When Jesus revealed His glory to the disciples and they believed, today specifically, we're going to talk about miracles helping us to believe. Miracles, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going we're gonna, to um, learn that miracles help us believe. Tulong ni Lord para 
maniwala ang mga tao. Tulong ni Lord para manalig ang mga tao. Tulong ni Lord sa pananampalataya natin. In fact, John would say that this is Jesus' second miraculous sign. Well, actually, it's not His second miracle per se. But John would particularly pick certain miracles that he would say to be signs that almost like build up. There's around seven or eight of them uh, in the book of John that build up towards the idea that Jesus is the Son of God. So he specifically, he, he handpicked these miracles to be able to point to who Jesus is. Um, in fact, you see in John chapter 2, after Jesus did that, uh, did that miracle, he went, to now, he went to Jerusalem at the Passover. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. So Jesus was actually performing signs, wonders, and miracles already um, in between the wedding in, uh, at Cana in Galilee uh, and then this particular miracle again with the official son. Pero John would call this the second miraculous sign. Why? Why? Uh, let's go to the passage now. John 4 verse 48. So he came again to Cana in Galilee where he had made the water into wine and at the Capernaum there was the, the, there was sorry there was an official whose son was ill so there was a guy who was a royal official you know and his son was ill so now given a situation like that you'd immediately say ah okay this was a man of means he had connections he probably had access to whoever could or to whatever or whoever could heal his son he probably had access to the, you know, to the, to, to the medicine people of their time. He probably had access to be able to bring his son to whoever could remedy the situation. But it's interesting because now, there's a situation where an official, a royal official, would actually come, go to Jesus and travel all the way from Capernaum to Cana. That's around 20 miles. So, siguro 20, 32 kilometers. Ang tawag nila, a, day, a whole day's journey. Which is why we notice in the story, after he goes from Cana back to Capernaum, uh, it took him a day to be able to get back. And he noted the time when Jesus had said, Go, your son will live. So there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, so, ang bilis kumalat ng balita. The miracles that Jesus, well, the miracle that the miracles that Jesus may have done, aside from the wedding in Cana, and the miracles that were done in Jerusalem during the Passover, apparently, lumipad na. And then this uh, official who's in Capernaum heard about the story, heard about the Jesus, heard about it that Jesus could do miracles. There's a miracle worker in town, and he is back in Cana. He himself went. Now you you remember. Uh, this is, there's a similar story, the centurion. This is different from that. Pero the centurion just sent messengers. This time, it was the father himself who came. And you know, and, and you, you immediately know, ah, this, so this is a really desperate situation. He might have already exhausted the doctors of his time. You remember the woman that was bleeding internally? Now, for 12 years, he was bleeding and he, she had already spent all of her money for, uh, to, for the doctors, for, for medicine, and yet nothing, you know, he, he still, she still was not healed. And so, it could actually be a similar situation with this official. Probably not that much, not that long. Kasi son, baka mas maliit na bata. Pero, you imagine now the, the desperation that he himself was the one who came down. 
he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him. He went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. I'd like for you to feel the emotions <laughs> surrounding this situation. I'd like for you to feel the desperation. His son was about to die. He had to travel one day. He, he does not even know if when he comes back, his son is still alive. He does not even know if Jesus will even hurry. You know, think about that for a moment. Bilisan nyo na. So tumakbo na tayo. O sumaki ka na sa kabayo. O tara. Sa donkey. Okay? So ngayon na. I mean right now. And, and him, in a sense, he was the one who came. So maybe even to leverage his position as an official in government. Uh, to, to maybe at least curry favor with Jesus. So that he could bring Jesus immediately back to his son. So that his son would be spared from death. You feel the emotions. Parang wala na. Ano pang gagawin ko? Wala na akong magagawin. Nasubukan ko na lahat. Tapos ito na yon. This, this is my last shot and it's, 20, it's one, hour, one day away. It's, or it's 12 hours of walk or travel away. And I'd have to, all of that, wrestling with the idea that as he was leaving his son all the way from Capernaum, wrestling with the idea that makikita ko pa ba yung anak ko? Was that the last time? At yung, yung madadala ko ba ng mabilis kung sino man ito, aabutan ko ba itong, itong Yeshua of Nazareth na ito? Will, will I be able to see him? Verse 48, So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. When Jesus said that, parang that, that's a bit off, right? Yung parang may, may hugot si Jesus na iba. <laughs> Hindi na, kasi, because the, ano, the, the official... This is his first time to be able to meet the official. The official was desperate, asking him uh, to go. But apparently, Jesus was speaking about a prevalent, a prevalent perspective, probably in the crowd at that time. You remember, a few verses prior to this, he said that no prophet has honor in his own hometown. And this is like his hometown. Nazareth is also in Galilee. Cana is probably nearby. So, this is like the, where he belongs. He's not from Judea. He's from Galilee. So, and apparently there was a measure of unbelief around the people. But here, now there's an official needing a miracle. And, uh, and, and his word to the official was, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. He was addressing the, the, the temperature or the prevalent atmosphere of unbelief in that place because a prophet is usually not honored in his hometown. Now, let, let me say this. Many of us, that's actually, that might actually have been where we came from. Maaring dyan ka nang galing. That whole idea na unless you see signs, unless you see something supernatural, you would not believe. You see, sometimes people just won't believe unless they see signs and wonders. And uh, it, could be, it, it could be any kind of person. If you're learned, learned. You know, marami kang pinag-aralan, marami kang narating sa buhay. You've seen the world. And uh, you could literally just measure or dichotomize the world into science and then the unbelievable supernatural that people talk about. Which is probably not valid because everything can and should be explained by science. So you're actually at that place na you're saying, uh, parang sus yan. Okay? Hindi masyadong believable yan. Bakit? Kasi parang gawa-gawa lang yan. Marami mga gumagawa niya. Mga faith healer, pera-pera lang yan. Hindi yan totoo. Yeah. So, and it would take a personal encounter with something supernatural or miraculous to actually help you believe. And that's just the case with people. Real, real, 
Totoo yan ang sitwasyon. Let, let me give a quick spectrum. There are those who are gullible. You would believe anything. <laughs> Sabihin sa'yo, uy, alam ba, buhay pa si, ano, si, uh, si, uh, si Elvis Presley. Ha? Buh- ha? Talaga? Whoa! Ganun ba? Oh, man. I, I, really? Yeah, so, so yan. Um, uh, sorry. Taka lang, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I have nothing against Elvis Presley. Okay, so, yeah, I, I, I listened to his songs. So my, my dad had vinyls of him. Okay, so, um, ito naman, believer. Ito yung medyo sakto lang. Yung, yung nakinig ka, mukha namang tama, so I will believe. Okay, di ayos. Pero meron ding skeptic. The skeptic, this guy is a bit more positive. You know, he's, he's open-minded. But he's looking at it, squinting like that. Uh, really? Uh, totoo ba yan? Sigurado ba yan? Totoo ba talaga? Yeah, skeptic. And then there's a cynic. A cynic is someone who's negatively predisposed to begin with. Christianity, that's a crutch. Religion, all religion, all of that is worthless. It's self-reliance. That's how you get through the world. Yeah, so cynic. Ito yung kahit anong sabihin mo dyan, wala, hindi talaga yan maniniwala. Negatively predisposed to begin with. Wherever you might be in that spectrum, you know, I pray that the Lord would reveal Himself to you in a powerful way. Sometimes it will take a miracle if you're on the skeptic or the cynic side for you to even believe. But I pray that you would believe. And I pray that the Lord will give you an encounter with Him. Now, some people say, oh, wala namang mga miracles, di naman talaga yung totoo. Kasi usually, ang inaabangan talaga natin ng mga miracles ay yung mga fantastic. Yung mga, whoa! Yung, yung bulag nakalakad, ganun. Yung bulag nakakita, o kaya yung putol ng kamay, tinubuan ng kamay. Yan yung parang mga ina- yan ang mga milagro talaga. Whoa! Pero did you know that miracles happen around us every day? We said this last week. We now live in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of heaven. And because of that, we operate by the economy of the kingdom. We have access to the supernatural. That's an everyday part of life now. That's reality for us. Will you be willing to believe that, to adjust your thinking? You're right. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. I have access to all of these supernatural things. So, what sort of miracles happen around you? Okay. Well, for sure, yung mga big, mga big miracles, you immediately notice that. But there are many small miracles that happen around you. A simple favor that you were given an extension for your exam. Even though your teacher is really uh, so strict and would not, has not done that in the history of the world. Okay. But then, because of this particular situation, binigyan ka lang ng extension na three days. I mean, whoa, that's a small thing. But who's to say that that was not the work of God? Now that the Lord is involved in your life firsthand because you live in the kingdom, who's to say that He did not cause that? Big and small miracles. There's the instantaneous and the progressive. The healing, for example. Wow! Nahil talaga on the spot. Pero, uh, paano naman kung inabot ng three years? Pero healing pa rin yung dulo. Is that not a miracle as well? And doesn't God do that also? One particular, uh, so last November, I had a chance to be able to hear Pastor Jim Lafoon say this. He's one of our senior prophets in the movement. Uh, apparently, this was God's word to him. Sabi niya, Jim, apply healing like medicine. What does that mean? Di ba, uminom ka ng maintenance? O kaya uminom ka ng seven days na antibiotics? Kasi yung full effect ng antibiotics after seven days mo palang mararanasan. Apply healing like medicine. Let's pray again. 
tomorrow. Let's pray again the following day. Let's pray again the third day. Let's pray again next week. Let's continue to pray. You're applying the healing. Lord, today, I apply the healing again in my life. Apply it again, Lord. And then the following day, I apply it again. I had a chance to be able to pray with some people during the five days of fasting. Mga namit ko na mismong day one. Yung isa, talagang ano, stage four na cancer. Yung isa naman, uh, may, may sitwasyon dun sa anak nila na, ano, na, na, na talagang parang, yun, na, uh, what do you call that, um, that's life-threatening. So, and, and then I told them, let's, kumaga, let, kumaga, approach me again tomorrow. Let's pray again tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, we prayed again. And then on Thursday, we prayed again. And then on Friday, I was here already. I was not there, but they prayed again. So it was me taking a step of faith Now let's apply healing. Even though it's progressive, not necessarily instantaneous, that does not invalidate that as a miracle still. Even progressive healing is a miracle of God because in the first place, it's still supernatural. Raising the dead, huge miracle. Reconciliation in the family, provision. Oh, ito. The biggest miracle of all, if I may say this, is probably salvation. And we see that almost every day. That's the biggest miracle. Why? Because Jesus did not come on earth them to, to set them free from the slavery, to sin, to death, fires of hell. That was His primary purpose. So that is the biggest miracle of all. If you see a family member, a relative, a co-worker come to the faith, oh man, that's a miracle. I just saw three of that. Uh, yeah, last Friday, habang nagpe-pray po yung lahat ng mga tao, merong isang, merong isang, yung, sorry, uh, apo ko na, okay, apo ko na. And uh, again, Kuya Mark, thank you so much for sa tiyaga dito sa apo namin na ito. Uh, ano, ano to, yung, basta, maraming pinagdaanan. And then, you know, uh, th- this guy comes back to the faith and then he invites three of his tropa. So nandun kami sa gilid na yon. tapos nandun, mga bago to lahat, mga bago. I mean, first time to even attend a place like this. Like this, while everyone was praying for certain things, I had a chance to preach the gospel again to them. I just, kasi, mahaba naman eh, mga three minutes yon. So, so in ma- two minutes time, I was able to preach and then uh, ask them to respond. They responded, we prayed together. So to be able to see that happen, that's a miracle right there for people to come to the faith. The biggest miracle of all, salvation, salvation. Not only that, hindi pa tapos si Lord. Deliverance from dire situations, protection, Wisdom and discernment is another example. Spiritual revival. You know, it happens in, sometimes in towns, in cities, in communities, in whole nations. Ito, breaking the laws of the physical universe, like walking on water, you know, or the wind turning away and so on. Ito, parking. Parking, some of you, you know, receive that miracle on a regular basis. Okay. The, the point is the big and the small, we see that on a regular basis. If you'd be willing to open your eyes and actually acknowledge, the Lord is at work in my life. The supernatural is all around me. Back to the story of the official. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Sir, come down before my child dies. Do you feel, do you feel again that desperation? And then Jesus gives this response. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. Now, I, I know maybe Jesus had another appointment. I, I don't really know what was the reason why. But apparently, he did not respond to the official's invitation to go with him all the way to Capernaum. I don't know what that was. Uh, he probably had a reason. Maybe at that point, he was in a sense uh, helping the person understand it is not by your authority or rank or position 
But he just gave a word. Go over the distance. Go. Your son will live. If you're the official, you'd be in a dilemma. Um, will I believe the word? And then go? What's my assurance that my son in the next, I don't know, 12, 15 hours that I'll travel, what's my assurance that my son will really get well? I have no way. Wala pang cell phone. Wala pang, no, no way to call. Or I could force the issue. No, 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 sir. Please, please come with me. Come with me. Go with me there to Capernaum and, you know, do what you do. The magic that you do. Go, go do it to my son. So he actually has a choice. Lord, will I take your word? Will I take Jesus at his word? Or will I force the issue? Will I, will I, get, will I get the answers? Will I, will, will I force the kind of answers to prayer that I want? Will, you know, as I go to God and, and ask him, I need him to do it a certain way. The way, he, you know, the miracle that I'm asking for in my life. So you actually, you know, that's pretty much a situation we're at. Sometimes God already tells you, go. I've already released your miracle. Lord, wala pa naman ako nakikita. Where? Will I take you for your word? Will I actually live as if I've already received the miracle? Or will I continue to wait for me to actually be able to see it first before I will believe it? In the case of the official, I, this is a good thing. He believed Jesus. He took Jesus for his word. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. And I, I don't know what was on his mind as a father as he was going that, but I think there was assurance. I think the fact that he went on his way did not force the matter. You know, tayo, di ba? Meron tayo mga pinapag-pray. Sometimes we, you, we twist God's arm to be able to get it done for us a certain way. Would you be willing to let go of that and say, God, I'll do it your way. Totoo, Lord, you have already received the miracle. Yeah. If any two of you would pray together, agree on anything on earth, then it is done for you as it is in heaven. Parang, whoa, Lord, will I believe that, Lord? Really, God? Yes, pray, believe, pray. And everything that you pray for, knock and keep on knocking. And the door will be open. So as you believe, then you have received it. Do not doubt that you have received it. Lord, really? Wala pa ako nakikita. Will you be willing to walk as if the miracle has already happened? That was the faith of this official. He went back to Capernaum. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. Then, So he asked them the hour when he began to get better and they said to him, yesterday at 1 p.m. the fever left him. And the father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And this is what happened. He himself believed. Oh, 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 take a long, take a long, take a long. I thought he already believed Jesus' word. What is this? The man believed? I, I thought he already believed. You see, there's a difference in believing in Jesus as a miracle worker, as a teacher of wisdom, as one who can give you guidance, and in believing in Him for who He is as the Son of God. There's a difference. There's a difference. In fact, if you would take a look at a particular progression, ito siya. Think about it. We be usually begin with to see is to believe. Ayos. Many of us like that. Oh, unless you see signs, wonders, you will not believe. And then, when you've seen it, you believe in Jesus as a miracle worker. And you can exchange 
You, you can exchange the phrase miracle worker for other things. You can exchange for him as provider, as healer, as, a, as your guide, as a, your father, as your shepherd, and all of that. I mean, all of those are good. All of, that is, are, are, all of that are part of who Jesus is. But to believe in him in terms of his core, who he is, the son of God, the Lord of your life, the only savior of your life, that's a different thing. There's a difference to believe in Jesus only as a miracle worker and then to eventually believe in him for who he is. Well, the man, the official, continued to progress to believe in Jesus' word. There you go. To believe in Jesus' word. So he believed in Jesus as a miracle worker. Narinig ko to mula sa Jerusalem. Marami daw ginawang milagro. So bumiyahe siya. And then when he heard Jesus, he believed in Jesus' word. And the beautiful thing, the ending is now to believe in Jesus for who he really is. Now to believe in Jesus for who he really is. I'd like to give us a challenge. Sometimes, the Lord will do a miracle in your life. You know, in order to help you believe. But to Thomas, this is what he said. Blessed are those who believe even though they have not seen. Yes, some people will believe only after they've seen. But there are those and they are blessed. When they believe, even though they have not yet seen. To believe in Jesus for who he is. And true enough, that's what happened to them. To the family of the official. And he himself believed and all his household. They now believed in Jesus for who he is. And then John concludes that story by saying, this was now the second sign. You see, this miracle was a sign that pointed to who Jesus is. And enable the official in his household to believe. Because sometimes people need that. Miracles help us believe. Miracles help us believe. This has been the Victory Center Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.